And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. They have a giant announcement to make, and oh heck, you probably heard already. That's right, they tried the Joe Dog. It's Jenna Kim Jones and Hashtag Al. He went fishing this weekend and caught himself a big mouth hangover. It's Greg Heller. And a man who missed only one question on the SAT. That question, if you eat at Chick-fil-A, will you ever shit your pants? The correct answer was yes. It's Dustin Goot. Chef Jeff is here to teach you how to unbutton a skirt steak. I'm her husband, Daniel, and I want my Garmin Bosia. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Hello, my little mangoes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I want to say hello to my guest. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison Rosen. Hello, Dustin Goot. Hello. Hello, Daniel, my husband. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Chef Jeff. Konnichiwa, Crackersaw. And Jenna and Alan are caught in traffic, but they will be here shortly. So, hello, everyone. So much stuff to get to um, because we, well, for the listeners, we did not miss a week. But for us, we missed a week because I was out of town. So we did two, uh, two weeks ago. And it feels like forever. I feel like I haven't seen everyone in forever. I have a million things to say. And yet it feels say. like the first time. Oh, I know. It always kind of does, except for never, except for right now. <laughs> you got to give me more. <laughs> just doing the math on that one. Yeah, I know. I was hoping to just float that one by everyone. Um, yeah, so all sorts of things to get to and uh, whatnot. But first, you want your Garmin Bosia? What does that That was mean? a shout out to Twin Peaks. The oh. Twin Peaks reference because uh, David. So Lynch. no one got it. <laughs> I thought it was just, a type of tree. Just my just my people out there got it. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Um. How do you describe it? It looks like uh, cream of corn soup, but it's actually uh, suffering. You just got, you got to watch the movie. What's the word? What's the term that you want though? Is it in the show or the movie? It's in the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. You question? just your peeps. The, the there's a, there's of ten peeps. of them out there. <laughs> I don't understand how it can look like soup but be suffering. That's like saying it looks like a tree they but serve it's it, tenderness. They serve <laughs> it in a they serve it in a um, above the convenience store. It, listen, you just gotta watch. It. What's it's it crazy. called? It's crazy. What Gar- Garmin Bosia? Gar- like I would like a bowl of Garmin Bosia. That's right. Oh, my heart hurts. That's how it works. No, I want a bowl of Garmin Bosia, which is your heart hurts. Allison, how was your vacation? <laughs> Thank you. It was very fun, and Jenna and Alan came up, uh, and I sort of want to wait till they get here to discuss it, though, because... No, you know what? Let's just get to it right now, and then we'll just... Let's leave them out of it. Why don't you talk about how they were on your vacation <laughs> while they're not here, and then... Uh, <laughs> they were delightful, but there turns out to be a giant dink, which is... Yeah. I know. See, that's what I sort of wanted to wait till they get here to reveal, but you know what? We'll just do two revelations of it. So... Uh, <laughs> For it's that good. It's that good. <laughs> it's a double reveal, both the same thing. <laughs> you guys stay tuned. We're going to say this again in 10 minutes. <laughs> if they get here then. Who knows, really? That's our tease. And later, the same thing that already <laughs> happened. If you zoned out the first time, you'll, you'll, right, you'll, you'll catch still it get it. When we come back to it. Coming up, this... 
So for my birthday, we went to Palm Desert and we rented a house and some people came up and it was super fun. And I posted a few photos and then Greg Heller said to me, you didn't, the, the name of the person whose house you stayed at didn't happen to be this particular name, which I've decided we're not saying on the show for some weird reason. Um, Alice but, is worried about retro stalking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm worried about people going to the house that I once went to. Charles Manson. Anyway, <laughs> it turns out that it's the same house that Greg had his bachelor party at. That, that's a true story. And Crazy. the whole time we were there, we're like, this is a house for bachelor parties or reality shows. Yes. It's a house with a lot of, as you noticed, a lot of golf accoutrement. Oh, my God. Very sporty, this house. Yeah, it had like an 18-hole putting green yes. around a, a waterfall. Mm-hmm. And several photos of some PGA legends. I believe there's a portrait there's of Freddie Couples hanging several. in the hallway. Yeah. There's Many. some Tiger Woods. There's a the whole hallway full of golf there's legends. a lot of golf going right. on And a lot there. of USC oh, yeah. paraphernalia oh, yes. as well. This gentleman yes. is a Trojan, most certainly. Oh, did you catch that? Yeah, I, I, I was picking <laughs> up on that vibe. We yeah. got to know him quite well. Yeah, we, we got an interesting taste <laughs> of him as well. He basically told us... <laughs> and he, that guy was... O.J. Simpson. <laughs> no, uh, but there was O.J. paraphernalia. He, he had house, signed a glove. He had signed football helmets from each it of. It sounds the, like O.J. could have hidden out there if he had asked. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he probably has. No, tell them what you're going to say. <laughs> he he had signed football helmets of each of the Heisman winners from USC, and and then a photo or a. Uh, photocopy of the Sports Illustrated cover that they were on, and the OJ one had a picture of OJ behind bars, but like still taped a over like, it, taped, taped over, over it. the original Whoa. one. Did he still have Reggie Bush, or did he have yeah. like that in the trash? Because <laughs> no. Of- hey, hardcore fans still recognize that Heisen. <laughs> um, yeah, that's super creepy. But I, I found him to be like he was a decent dude. But he basically told me and my friends like. You guys, whatever you want to do here, go for it. Just don't break any stuff. He was very good old boyish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't have an accent, but he said the equivalent of, y'all get loose in here and don't break my stuff. <laughs> but he just happens to be from California. That was yeah. that was a vibe I got from him. I, but then, but you didn't really get loose, right? Basically, I, I told my, I'm a no, I'm not a bachelor party person. Mm-hmm. I didn't want a bachelor party. Usually when my friends get married, we go sailing for the weekend or something. So I got kidnapped and taken out there, but we all overdosed on pot brownies and we didn't talk for like 12 or 13 hours <laughs> and then we the next night we just played poker and got drunk and it was very very mellow we did take the owner's golf carts for a bit of a spin which you're allowed to yeah may perhaps not in this fashion but it was fairly mellow what kind of fashion did what happened underwater <laughs> <laughs> we just got a little loose in those things i have a storied love affair with golf carts and alcohol um, how donuts. loose did you guys get? I imagine Jen and Al just cutting loose. Oh my the- God. <laughs> I, they had to slow down. <laughs> That's right. They were embarrassing themselves. Um, we no, well, you know, they don't drink. No, I do so, not. That yes, was a joke. That's right. It was, it was not a wild and crazy. It was a fun time. It wasn't any sort of debaucherous time, I would say. There wasn't any debauchery. Right. Yeah. There's I will pot smoke. I will say this. Was there some pot smoke? There was some pot smoke. Come on! Daniel, was that you? Uh, I did smoke a little uh, yes. pot. Yeah. And I yes. remembered, because it's been a little while, because the last time I smoked, it was just, I got comatose and I hated it. And uh, so I was like, you know, eh, we'll give it a go. I, I remember liking it at one point in my life. And uh, I remember, oh yeah, when I smoke weed, I forget how to speak. <laughs> Like I just, I just—it's like 
I'm just going to be quiet and listen to everything everybody has to say because I got nothing to say while I'm high. And I spent the whole time staring at my leg being like, I think that's a varicose vein. I think I have a varicose vein. Is that a varicose vein? It was super fun. (laughs) Anyway, though, speaking of now getting old. (laughs) So get high, everybody. Was that that because you were stoned or because you just were obsessed with what you thought you saw? No, that's because I was stoned. But I don't. I think that if oh, I you also got stoned. I did, yeah. Oh, and then we went. Fucking, the, uh, then we went in the hot tub, after, and it was like so. so uh, oh, oh. Here. oh, we have a song. I do believe I heard the door. It's something I will not ignore. There's someone I am waiting for, and I believe they're here. It's time to do an interview with me and them and all of you. So don't you ever fear, because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I hope that they don't go away while I'm on my way over this. Sit right back, enjoy the show. Won't you give a cheer? Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Welcome, Jenna and Alan. Thank you. Are we down? We are down a set of headphones, are we not? Oh. Are we? I have an extra set. Oh. Would you like me to get it? Sure. Go grab them. Just so you know, I've been singing that song in the car the whole way here. (laughs) Nice. For real. Freaking Neil Diamond. Yeah, we didn't know there was a concert tonight at the Hollywood Bowl. It took us a long time. We're in bowl season now, though. Yeah, so so we got to start paying attention. Mm -hmm. Well, welcome. Thank you. We were just talking about the Palm Desert House. Oh, good. And a little update, which you did not know. By the way, is it 10 minutes since we brought it up? No, it's way less. Less than that. So this is... We we told the listeners this, and then I said we were going to tell them again oh, okay. when you get here. Greg had his bachelor party at that same house. The exact same, exact same house. Exact is same that house. weird? Exact same house. What a small world is that, That though, is right? so weird. So you know of other things that have happened in that house. I just feel I, like... I know of many things that yeah, have Yeah, that's there. a real party house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reason I figured it out, by the way, is because I think... Daniel posted a photograph from the weekend, mm-hmm. and I was obsessed with the photograph because there were these really weird legs in the foreground, and I kept staring at it, and I was like, whose fucking legs are that? Who has perfectly round, like, hot orange legs? And I just kept staring at it and staring at it and staring. And then I noticed one of the hashtags was turkey dogs, and I was yeah. like, oh, those are hot dogs. Those are not human legs. But in the process of obsessing the photograph, I recognized all of the like landscaping. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that guy's house. That is so wow. crazy. Yeah. crazy. Of crazy. Every wow. house in I know. that place. Very and there are a world. lot of those, I think, that yeah. people rent out. Oh, so. tons. Yeah. Crazy. So another thing happened since my birthday, and I what, I hadn't associated this with my birthday, but you know on Facebook a lot of people will wish you happy birthday, which is is super nice. Um, but on my personal page, a, an old old friend posted a photo of me from a million years ago, and I just like I was just kind of scrolling quickly, and all of a sudden this like gigantic blob with curly black hair was on my screen, and I was like, that's me, <gasps> that's me from when I was really fat. And my and my first instinct was that like my face was flushed and I'm like oh my god I gotta untag myself and throw my computer out the window and, <laughs> and probably move burn down the internet is that possible <laughs> exactly exactly someone crash every system shred your computer throw the throw it what do you do with a grid throw it down I don't know block it. no yeah. you shut it shut it down shut down the grid that's Nakatomi Plaza yeah you were shut trying down. to quote Die Hard right <laughs> um, I was just quoting all the movies where they do shit yeah, with yeah. grids shut it down <laughs> shut right. it down now and then i stopped and i was like but i talk about this all the time it's weird 
that I talk about it all the time and yet I don't want anyone to see it. Because this happened in the past. Um, there's a big... He's a fan of mine and everyone else that was in the band, but he's especially a fan of the Angoras, which is the band I used to play in. And that was like the height of my... of. I mean, that's beyond coffee house fat. That was just, just <laughs> fat, fat. That was the width of your fatness. <laughs> exactly. That was, like, that was like open mic at the poetry night fat. Open mic fat? Open it mic might, fat. It might be, yeah. So it was spoken word fat. That's where you're going with that, right? <laughs> what is something like that? I don't know. It's I'm poetry slam fat. <laughs> Quilting yeah. circle fat. Right. So anyway, um, and a long time ago, he posted a photo, and I like untagged and was like, I, I almost wanted to send him a private message saying like, please hi. Cause I think I had just been hired on the Adam Carolla show and I like, wasn't ready for the onslaught Ooh, yeah. of what that would have meant or what I was afraid it would have meant at the time. Um, but I've since, you know, I talk about it all the time. So anyway, instead of hiding the photo, I took it and I shared it on my public Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. And as I've explained before, it's because someone else had Allison Rosen. It wasn't because I think of myself as someone who has the in front of her name. Although now I take to it. <laughs> Slay queen, I sometimes say to myself, even though I don't know what it means. It's a bit much when you refer to yourself in the third person as the Allison Rosen. Right. Well, that just seems like the kind of thing that the Allison Rosen wants, huh? Mm, huh? Is that so wrong? We do want that. And so do they. But so anyway, I shared it. And the response was so positive and nice and in a way, I think, kind of healing to just like integrate these parts of myself and just be like, yeah, that's who I was and this is who I am. So then the response was so positive that I found an even fatter, frizzier. Because the thing is, I have to say, your hair in those photos was like absolutely gorgeous. Like, holy cow, you have amazing hair. So whatever. Thank you. Frizzy, I would not say. Yeah. Well, Thank you. <laughs> I know. I looked and I was like, oh, my hair was better than I remembered it. Was it was gorgeous. Um, anyway, though, I found, like, I went even further back in the transformation to a college picture and I threw that one up. So. Uh, I, I love thinking about the end point of this. Like, uh, like you're you're going back and like photoshopping old photos to just to like make them fatter and fatter. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I hope I get to the point where I'm maxed out on. <laughs> There's still a stash I haven't yet posted. Um, but I just personally, I feel like it's a it's a moment because, and I wonder if it has to do with the fact that I'm and I'm just going to say the age because I think everyone knows I'm now forty, which is what crazy to me. I know. 40. I know I've been lying to you this whole time. You thought I was thirty nine. <laughs> but if yeah. I, I lied, but like just a tiny bit, you know. Right. Just shaved, I just shaved a few <laughs> days off of it. You thought my birthday was June eleventh. Well, wrong. It was uh, May eleventh. Damn it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I wonder if that's a because I'm forty now that I'm just like that. All of a sudden, I'm okay with just being even more open. That sounds like a Judy Bloom book because I'm forty now. <laughs> <laughs> like the, her new her new books that she's yeah, writing right. for, for adults. All for adults. the kids are growing. Are you up. there, God? I'm fucking forty. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible, terrible one woman show. Is yeah. what it sounds. Uh, yes. <laughs> like my arms are off, off, off Broadway. Right, are you there, God? Because I'm. What is it? Because I'm fucking. Because 40 I'm now? fucking forty. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, so I would that. like to say for one, congratulations on being forty. Ugh. Honestly. <laughs> What is there to con- How much smarter my How much more show, intelligent are you now than you were when you were 30? Yeah, I mean quite a bit. The answer is infinitely, I bet. Probably. I mean, yeah. thank you. 
I, I suppose. Said, I, I think it's something to be congratulated on. I congratulate myself personally because I thought I would have died. <laughs> I don't know if you ever thought that, but I was positive I would die in my 20s and then again in my 30s. No. In fact, if I die and in my 40s on also. the early side, I'll be like, what? <laughs> I thought I was making it till 90. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd, I've never really thought that. Every like decade, I'm just like, whoa, n- another one. Why is that? Um, Remember that thing about <laughs> golf carts? <laughs> I think because I kind of am manic a little bit. Mm-hmm. And because I feel like I haven't figured out how to slow down yet. This could go fucking south real fast. <laughs> Anything else happen in the desert? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the humongous news that you guys have. Oh, yeah. Oh. The Joe Dog. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. That's what we call our baby. No. <laughs> Uh, we're pregnant. It's Yay! crazy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's weird. It's crazy. We're having a baby. We're due early November. Things oh are good. Looking God. good so far. We have a, an appointment tomorrow morning, actually, to take another peek under the hood. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. It's funny to use hood to describe where they're going because it really is under a hood of sorts. Sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've decided that the further yeah, you hood. get into yeah. this baby process, the less you care about modesty anymore. Like, you kind of get into the doctor's office and you're like, let's do it. <laughs> Take a look. See what's happening. <laughs> and uh, I've just, by the time you have a baby, I can only imagine you just don't care anymore. I think, mm-hmm. uh, well, and I think it's good that you're prepared for that because... Because my understanding of delivery involves like it's not just a baby that comes flying. Oh at no! You. Yeah, I've watched my sister give birth. It is you look yeah. one of the Alan. most disgusting, miraculous things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I have ten thousand questions. Ooh. Um, when you are Mormon, does your doctor have to be Mormon? No, no. They, so it doesn't matter. No, not at all. Um, okay, that was my first question. I, don't <laughs> yeah, know I thought you were actually like, how long did it take to I figure know. out how to make a baby? Um, <laughs> I actually feel like there might be ten thousand questions now, given that that was your first. Are one. you are you going <laughs> to find two. out what it is? Yes, oh, and yeah. we might find out tomorrow. Oh shit! Yeah, they oh, said. I wondered yeah. if you knew. Yeah, they could tell us as early as maybe tomorrow. And are you going to tell sure. people? Oh yeah. We are. We're thinking we'll make another big announcement. We did though. a big video yeah. to announce the pregnancy, right. mm-hmm. and so we'll probably do another video. To, yeah, or to, something you know, funny. Something weird. I don't know. Um, yeah. My company just did a research piece that like gender reveals are a big genre on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. There's cakes and everything. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. baby yeah. announcements are big. I'm going to make one yeah. for myself. People get real creative with the production. Yeah, well... Yeah, I think... We probably uh, will do the we, same. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we'll probably try to do something. Do you feel like you've set the bar high for yourself, though? The yeah. Shark Tank parody video was so good. And I was Thank like, that you. Has got to, that must have taken a lot of work. Hi. Um, Al did I most did of the, the editing. editing. Yeah, I, just I did the, the backgrounds, the like photoshopped it so it looked like we could green screen at all. Um, and then we, I wrote it. Yeah. And we just... Yeah, I mean, it was like it was kind of weird this teamwork thing. I don't know. This is we're only out. doing this for the first. I mean, I know <laughs> if we have this, another kid after this, who I was going to say I'm not concerned about you living up to your standard this time. But for like the second kid, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's going to be like, oh, where's my parody announcement videos? And you're like, uh, <laughs> we saved we yeah. saved a picture of a text message. Exactly. Right? It's like here's our <laughs> Facebook snap- post. We do Snapchat. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how are you feeling? Um. I'm feeling much better now than I was uh, a few weeks ago. So I was pretty, I was not like 
in the bathroom morning sickness horrible sick but i was queasy Mm. so really queasy and really tired just like crazy would fall asleep as soon as i would get home take naps in the afternoon tired. Wait, maybe but, I'm pregnant. I know. <laughs> we hung over every day? <laughs> Today, but now, the, sorry, and I only ended up throwing up one time, which was great. A single throw up or a single throw up session? Just a single throw up. I ate breakfast. Whoa. One heave? I, uh, Is no, that what you're a measuring cup, it A couple of heaves. Was it just like, bleh, yeah. like that? Or was it more like It a was bleh. like, bleh. yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and it was like, I ate, and what then five minutes later, <laughs> I was in the bathroom. So anything that was in my stomach was gone. But then, now I'm feeling better. More energy. It's quite the drop. I know. I just kept I just kept going. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Whoa. <laughs> that was the short version. And how, yeah. how pregnant are you? I am 15 weeks. Yeah. Does math, wow. does four, eight, Yeah, 12. figured out. Trimester. I suddenly know half, how to count right? in weeks. It's a pregnancy but thing the rest that happens. Of us don't. Yeah, I know, but it's like this. <laughs> it's like you get pregnant and suddenly you're like, I understand this now. Weeks happen. So, um, I don't know. But so you, you guys were, uh, we told you guys a while ago. Yes, Allison and we, yes we know. We and, knew uh, um, before yeah, everyone People have else. been asking me like, well, did you tell Allison? I'm like, of course we told Allison. So we told them a few weeks ago because we wanted them to know. Right. Yeah. So I sort of do want to address the elephant in the room. If there is an elephant in the room, <clears throat> which is my ass, because I have gained weight from the IVF, which actually, which I will work backwards. But after the but last... I actually don't think any of us were going to bring that up. That, <laughs> so in terms of elephant in the room, I don't think we were all sitting here going, you fucking see Allison's ass? It's fucking huge. I hope we don't talk about it. That's not, I know. That's not really the elephant in the room. I was making a joke, but now it makes me wonder if you have noticed. <laughs> I was no. assuming I no one about actually We were texting had. about it, yeah. Right. right. Um, but anyway, so after the last session or the last round of IVF, I was like, I am so fat and bloated right now. What is going on? And there's a thing called OHSS, which is over... No. Ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, which can happen, except that... in this board that I sometimes post on, like they were wondering, could that be what's going on with me because of the weight gain? Um, but I knew that I wasn't really a candidate for it. But anyway, I talked to uh, a nurse at the clinic who said that it was, it was very common what happened and it sort of peaks a week after the retrieval. And it's because the hormones in my body essentially are simulating pregnancy. So I feel hormonally, at least like I know what you must have been mm-hmm. feeling at the beginning because my body was releasing progesterone and I, the HCG trigger is, I don't know, some other, I actually know I'm, I'm forgetting at one point I knew all of this. I feel like I have a tenuous grasp on the way all these hormones work, but anyway, um, yeah. So my body thought it was pregnant Wow. and, uh, you must have felt bloated and uncomfortable Tot- for a and while still, at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, no. I feel totally different. You're like, your boobs hurt like crazy. Yes, they I They get that. big and your stomach gets weird and pouchy and yeah, totally. Slow down. <laughs> it's pretty hot <laughs> and sexy. Well, yeah. so, okay. Say pouchy again. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, the elephant in the room that I wanted to address is I think a lot of people are wondering... Um, how does this affect you know me and yeah, us our relationship? Since obviously, yeah, I've gotten some messages too, right, right since obviously I have talked very openly about infertility and about struggling to get pregnant. Um, and I'm so happy. Like I, I love you guys, and I think of you like a sister, and I'm so happy for you. So that's the predominant feeling. Yeah. Um, I also think 
in a way, it's kind of good and interesting that this happened from a stepping back. I think it's kind of good and it's interesting that this is happening because I think it's kind that- of good. <laughs> She'll give you that. Allow me to explain. Mm-hmm. Not, the not t- great, but good. <laughs> so it's, it's, right. you know, it's, it's like me. I'm it's not. Like, I wasn't great, I'm but I'm it's like yeah, it's stars. <laughs> it's just this side. It's just this side of good. You, you could do worse. <laughs> Allow me to explain what I'm talking about. Um, since I have been talking so much about infertility, I think, and a lot of people who also struggle with infertility are, you know, listen and write in. And I think that I represent the, uh, or maybe a theme on the show, if the show were uh, something that has themes, is infertility and struggling to get pregnant later in life and things like that. And part of that struggle is dealing with what the feelings that you have when someone around you gets pregnant easily and all the stuff that it brings up. And so I feel like it kind of fleshes out that whole experience and brings that to light more. So I think that that was the part that I'm saying it was kind of good Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that it, uh, you know, it, it just makes it a more realistic picture of what that's like. But so anyway, to address two things I want to address. One, I feel like a fucking asshole being like, well, here's how your pregnancy affects me. So let me just address (laughs) that. (laughs) So that's the main one. I feel like an asshole. And two, um, I think what I will say is that I think talking about infertility and being so open about it and having other people who struggle with, like I've been in infertility world for a while Uh, And I go to the clinic and everyone else there is struggling with it. And so many, and because I talk about it, other women who struggle with it talk to me. And I think that I had gotten it in my head that like, yeah, this is just how it is. When you try to get pregnant, you go to a clinic and you pay a lot of money (laughs) and your husband jacks off in a cup and, and you have a thousand ultrasounds That's not. and, (laughs) and then they take your eggs and, you know, eventually you get an embryo and either they do a fresh transfer or a frozen transfer. And that's where babies come from. And so it's kind of a way wake-up call that, no, there's this alternative way, the way that the alternative. I thought, right. This Eastern method. Yeah. yeah. Traditional begatting. <laughs> right. There's been scientific advances, and now you can do it by just boning. <laughs> um, I mean, presumably, that's what happened. We, yeah. Well, Mormon one, style. One, no, would one would assume. One would assume. Yeah. So it's just a reminder that, oh, yeah, this is the way that it isn't happening for me and didn't happen for me. And it, it, and a reminder of like, um, I am unable to do what other women are easily able to do. That being said, I'm quite a bit older than you are. And so I think, I think that if you, no, that's not true. I was gonna say if you were the same age as I am, I wonder if I would, would be like, you know, if oh, it would yeah. be affecting me Maybe. But I don't, I don't think so. No. When we told you guys, like, I have to say, it actually made me more excited that we were pregnant. Like, because you were so... Like, I, we just felt loved immediately. Oh, good. Yeah. And... um I'm super emotional, so when I talk about this stuff, I get a little weepy. I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna get weepy, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) And but anyway, we just felt so loved, and it actually like I went home and was like, oh my gosh, they were so 
loving and excited and I felt more excited. Okay. Like it Good. suddenly was like, oh my gosh, this is happening and we have so much support. So for us, telling you guys was like a really happy experience for us. Anyway. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I, yeah. Because yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. I'm really, I mean, and that's the thing. The The main thing I feel when I hear of people close to me getting pregnant is like, oh, it can happen. Yeah. Um, and I feel that more than the other stuff. It, it does cause me, you know, it does make me reflect on like, but fuck, what is wrong with me? But that's like a blip in it. But and also, that's sort of but also there, we're no capable what. of containing both of those feelings. Like one doesn't cancel or sure. diminish the other right. feeling. Like mm-hmm. I can be really super genuinely thrilled for you or for a friend who has some great success that maybe is in something that I wanted to have success in I can genuinely be happy for them and at the same time like sperm success feel yeah uh, you know propagating my DNA into the future um, the cup. yeah through <laughs> um, then and then all at the same time reflect womb. on your own you know ha- you know uh, the things that, Struggles, that yeah, yeah it, but the, but one doesn't you know diminish the other right then you're human i mean that's right i think we would all feel Mm -hmm. that and you know yeah so but i think the idea that people if people are like ooh, how does oh allison ugh, like that weirdly even though i realize that's coming from a place of um like compassion Mm -hmm. the idea that it it would be pitying makes me feel a little weird yeah but also it's not like you've just realized that it's difficult to get pregnant I mean, this is something what? that, yeah, this is something that, you know, we've been yes. dealing with for yeah. a long time. It's not like, oh my God, wait a second. You know, right. it's like, right. yeah, yeah, we've, you know, yeah, it's something that we've been dealing with. And also, I think there are women out there who, from the time they, I don't know what, wanted a baby. Like, I'm not Charlotte from Sex in the City. It's not like my, I, right now I really do want to get pregnant. Sometimes you are. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. I don't either. Um, My whole purpose on this planet... I, don't know. I have some references. Charlotte was married to a bald dude who I don't know sat naked one. on the couch. Yeah, I honestly don't know which one Charlotte was. Isn't that correct? Which one was Charlotte? She was married to the other dude before also. Greg and I will just talk about Sex in the City for a little while. Guys. And then there's one. Oh, right. Go about your yeah. business. No, she yeah. was married to Garmin Struffel or whatever. Garmin exactly. Struffel. She was married mm-hmm. to the Twin Kyle, Peaks guy yeah. to bring it all the way back. Oh, yeah, right. but he couldn't get a boner, right? Or he was non-sexual or Wait, who was yeah, or something? A Twin Peaks person was in yeah, Sex and the City? Yeah, performance yeah. issues. Yeah. Kyle. Main, oh. Yeah. What's, oh, what's he was name? in Sex and the City, Kyle McLaughlin? That's right. But then she married a naked butt guy who sat on yeah. her couch and then one of them like Fucks a new dude every week. Yeah, that's Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Okay, sorry. Anyway. Anyway, Charlotte really wanted a baby more than anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not Charlotte. Like it's, I really do want to get pregnant. I hope, hope, hope that it works out for us. But it's, I'm not someone where my entire life, this is all I ever wanted. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know how that affects things, but I just felt the need to throw that out there. Well, Maybe I'm hedging my bets already. Yeah, I also feel like not to uh, impose a thought on you. Please. Uh, my brain I, is ready for imposition. But I, I will if I have to. <laughs> um, but um, when you talk about like being an infertility world, like, you know, just when I hear that, that's like, you know, it's a narrow circle or, you know, that's a small circle that, you know, that you're in. And I feel like, I mean, whether it's infertility or like, you know, 
uh, people love David Lynch or like kickball or, you know, like whatever. It's like, a you know, when, <laughs> it's like when you kind of like sink into, you know, like, you know, a narrow tribe, f- like for too much and you're spending too much of your life in that. It, it's sort of like it like shrinks your like life, you know, it mm-hmm. shrinks yeah. the experience that you're exposed to. So I feel like it's like a super healthy thing that like this expands you back out you know to be in in like another into a world where i'm abnormal and broken (laughs) thanks yeah thank you for imposing your thoughts that's what i was going yeah exactly are you are you saying that allison's uh hospital gowns are cosplay yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, there should be i was suggesting that she should join a kickball dressed like giant cups and like giant syringes and stuff someone's a garf (laughs) (laughs) One of Dustin's <laughs> default subgroups was kickball player, by the way. Did anyone pick yeah, up on that? Yeah, I heard yes, that. Because in New York, <laughs> co-ed kickball was a thing. It's, it, it, I'm just thinking of things that I get really tribal. And I think, yeah, in New York it was. I feel like it is, I, I have a, you know, I was, the real reason uh, is so, like someone brought up being in a kickball league this past weekend to me. So it was just a near reference. But also kickball players get real, like, they hang out together and they talk about their strategies and they get like when they're deep, nine deep into it. <laughs> no, I'm, adults are worse like than kids. I feel like I feel like kids get over it way seek. sooner yeah. than adults do. Talk to a kickball player about like the one person on the team that doesn't follow the strategy all the time and just like don't say anything for the next hour. Like, wow, things to not do. <laughs> Hey, Jenna, I have a question. Yeah. I want to ask a oh, weird question. Oh, this is number question. three. Um, the 10,000. <laughs> this, to me, was the elephant in the room, actually. I'm going to get serious here. Greg's going to get serious. Do you have a drop for this, Jeff? Um, you don't have to have one. It's fine. I'm new <laughs> on the show. It's, it's so um, unexpected. But please, pull something from I'm the last so four or five shows, Jeff. For the love of God, I've said a lot of this shit. This is the um, buildup. Okay. Jenna... Wah, 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 and it's like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Wah, 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 and it's like wah, 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 wah. Is that me? <laughs> awesome. Uh, so fucking I think that was in drop. the dogs versus cats discussion. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> nice. I think that's your imitation of a dog. Wah, 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 and it's like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> that's even funnier now. <laughs> Jenna and Al. Yeah. Did you? have a conversation before telling Allison and was it was she one of the more difficult people for you to tell initially did you have a conversation about what it was going to mean to tell someone who's trying to get pregnant that you're pregnant uh we the only conversation we had was when should we tell them yeah that's when it was and, and we knew that we wanted to tell Allison early yeah. like it was like we want we want them to be one of the first ones that we tell yeah Aww. which they, you guys were no, I'm yeah. gonna get emotional yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so that's, that's really so that was the conversation that's yeah. Really, that's yeah. truly amazing. Actually, that yeah. you had that much faith in her. That's cool. Really. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. yeah. Because oh. Allison- <laughs> I know. Well, that actually was something. I then when I went back and I was like, oh, I I hope that w- I hope they weren't afraid to tell me. That would make me feel icky if they were too. But then, okay, this is a full me filleting myself. But using Whoa. your tongue after um- after this, you'll have to teach uh, some of the rest of us. <laughs> Slay queen. <laughs> now I don't want to say what I'm about to say because it's it's very um, self-aggrandizing. But that's never stopped me in the past. Um, <laughs> your your ravishly piece, yes. which I loved. We, oh, we were both interviewed by this online website, and you were talking about feeling like it's easy to be friends with me because I'm non-judgmental. And thank you so much for all the nice oh, things you said. Um, but I was just thinking that maybe. Um, See that I can't now. I can't continue the sentence because it's just like it's so like yay me. But um, 
but maybe that's why it was easier it was yeah i feel like i said in that article too i think i said i feel very like safe when we're you know we're together look how happy i am yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's true i'm gonna adopt you yeah okay i'm gonna have a grandkid Perfect. It's the only way we're getting grandkids. So let's I do know, it. I know. I know. I did the. I did the math yeah, on that the other day. Yeah, I was it's like, it's happening. probably. I mean, at best, <laughs> at best, I might live to see our kid be like fifty. You probably won't. But you know what we could do? We could really screw. <laughs> we could really screw our kids up. So that they turn to alcohol and teenage sex early, and then they get pregnant at a young age. Let's do that. And then we have grandkids. <laughs> That's definitely a great do plan. that. <laughs> yeah. We're thinking a generation ahead here. We're right. sacrificing yeah. the next generation for grandkids. Let's do an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. This one is from Stellar Abyss, and the headline is Can't Get Enough, and I'm wondering if I already read it on a different show. Regardless if it's a Thursday show or an interview show, I am always entertained and look forward to each episode. Love the Thursday gang past and present and the silly convos about nothing yet everything at the same time. I did do this Mm -hmm, one, didn't I? That sounds familiar. Keep up the great work. Wait a minute. Yeah, it does sound familiar. Oh, well. Thank you so much for your super nice (laughs) iTunes comment. I printed out the wrong one, um, but we loved it so much that we felt the need to highlight it twice. It was, it was a great one. It was, it was a, a nice one. Really yeah. It was a good one, yeah. Yes. Everyone think it's the other yeah. ones are all good, too, <laughs> though. Yeah. Um, they liked you a lot, those people. <laughs> Thank you so much for your Read very it nice- again. No, I will not. I will not go. Read the part about the Thursday crew, the new Thursday crew. What what did they say about that part? That regardless of whether it's a Thursday crew or a Monday show, it's always interesting. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Hang on, let me let me refer back to it. No, she's always entertained. He or she is always entertained and looks forward to each episode. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, no. Why you just oh, no. set Love that the- aside for when we're in a pinch and we need it <laughs> Well, I, I thought that if we're in a pinch, we're going to talk about how Greg went to the same house that we did. <laughs> That's my go-to. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for your super nice iTunes comment. If you would like your iTunes comment to be a comment of one or two weeks... Submit it six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll read it on the show. And I want to thank you guys for all the support. Um, I love you, the listeners, and if you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend because I need to grow this motherfucker. I mean, it's already at a good size, but I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be straight up honest with you. Do it straight up. So after uh, our dog Oliver died, Daniel and I briefly went to a pet loss support group, and sometimes we don't talk Great about topic. it very often. But that's not where I'm headed. With oh, okay, this. we don't talk about it very often. But when we do, we talk about. Mm-hmm some of the things that the other people in the group said and we wonder how they're doing oh, but there was I know this one going. woman yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who talked about was her sister it was her cousin her cousin she was she went to a wedding and her cousin was and i quote straight up monster she's just, just she's straight just, up she, and she said it so many times straight. this because this girl that's how awful she was she was just monster she's straight, just up. straight up straight up, up monster yeah. straight up monster Anyway, that's what made me the think monster that. tour was awful. <laughs> I am straight up as as one who attended it. Yeah, it's uh, it not just because it has the name monster in it, but it really was a terrible. It's terrible on all levels. It's yeah. a good reference. It's a good way to insult someone. Right. 
Are I you think... making an R- are you making an REM joke? Uh, no, I assume they're talking about the Eminem and Rihanna monster. Well, oh. if they're even talking, oh, no. that's how we just dated oh, ourselves. Sure. <laughs> that's what I thought too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, automatic for R. the people R. was a better tour, but yeah, there was some good shit on the monster record. I agree, they weren't very good live. R. M. <laughs> No, she was just saying her cousin was a bitch. And that was the way she was describing it. And for some reason, it popped into my head. Straight what up? Was I, yeah. Straight up. Straight up. So you're saying she was referring to neither tour, neither actual monster tour that Maybe happened no. in reality. They were kind of rocker types. Maybe they were. No. No? I don't. No. <laughs> I think we need to have this woman on the show and resolve this. This is a real bothersome. She had great hair. She did. Yeah, Didn't she, she had bleach? like a ton of bleached blonde. She just had a whole like a she whole had a very look. Look. She, had a she had a ton had a of bleached blonde hair. Yeah, um, a lot of black. A dead long cat. Nails. Yeah, <laughs> a dog actually. Or whatever. <laughs> Something died. Yeah. Were there people in that support group who were like? Fucking dead spider or something that you were like bullshit. I gotta Lots say, to dog or cat, right? No, there no. were there Horse, were there were animals other than dog and cat. Yeah, but just one, and it was a bird. Are you sure it was, it was more than one? Bird, fuck you, at a support it wasn't group. More than one. No, it was like that no, was but one actually, of the that saddest stories. That, uh, I don't know if I, I even want like to talk about should, it. I feel like it's like, um, it's, too, it's confidential or it's, something. Yeah, that guy's story was the mo- One of the most affecting things, actually. Oh, you would God. rue your words. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, like, uh, that pet loss support group was um, a good experience. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. I was. <laughs> Wait a second. That came out a little weird. <laughs> we met a lot of people there. Hmm. I'm not saying it was worth it. Pet loss support group, huh? Is that what they're calling him now? I'm saying <laughs> it, it was good for what we were going through at which the time. Which was the loss of a pet. Which was the loss of a pet. I, I would say this. I, ne- yes. I never would have thought a support group would have been for me. Oh boy. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is I enjoy the suffering of others. <laughs> right? You want them to have a bowl of garment wrapped? Tell me about your dead animals, please. <laughs> Daniel's going Thank full you. fight club right now. I Thank know. You. Actually, that. Yeah. No, anyway. It did help to be around people who were also. Yeah, it helped. And there was a therapist. You don't. Here's the thing. You don't encounter strangers in life and have them open up in the way that they do in that environment and it's unless you've really, been in any sort of 12-step room right i imagine it's similar to, to that and it's a really um energizing kind of experience because you it's like you're encountering people on a deeper level that usually takes you a lot of time with a person to get there and um and you learn you'll see people in these groups that you may not give a second th- look to in, in life you might pass them by and not even think about them mm. and but suddenly you're experiencing their humanity on such a deep level that it's it's intense well here's a question i have about that because it's like it's this like particular uh context in which mm-hmm. you're sharing right mm-hmm. and like if you saw one of these people at the mall i'd ignore them <laughs> no, but I mean, it's what like you're at the mall. Like, anyway, I agree. Dude, I, you're it, nine. It, <laughs> like it must be such a very at the hot topic, okay. a very yeah. intimate, so uh, you know, moment when you're sharing all these things, and you. Yes. But it's like you feel safe in this environment, and then you go off to your regular lives, and you don't really expect to see each other, probably. Yes. Like, but if you know, like, 
would you feel like you're friends with them if you saw them and you would have a friendly conversation or yes. would you feel I awkward think so. and like cross the street? No, no I think you, that would. you would. I think that if you were in like a pedophilia support group, it might be different. Right. But this... Assuming there is what? one, <laughs> who's getting I, I, supported? Exactly, exactly. Why are we supporting? <laughs> if, if it honestly in, took if, me a second. I was like, in a wait, pedophilia what? support group, disband it immediately. <laughs> Let me rephrase that as well. What I mean to say is, if the reason that you're me- if the context in which you're getting to know these people on a deep mm. level is something that you everyone feels Shameful. shame about, right? right. Right. right or a i don't know what's even like a crack anonymous or something no i think that i think you'd high five that person it's something they feel shame about i maybe you wouldn't be social in maybe real life. maybe but sex this, addicts anonymous or whatever like something no, I feel where like there's you're some shame. really social with those people outside oh i guess like maybe ultra, ultra so- i don't know <laughs> i kept in touch with a couple of the women that i met in the group and we always talked about getting coffee we never did but we kept in touch on text at least speaking of sex addicts anonymous remember that woman at the grocery store yesterday who stashed her cigarette for later how does that have anything to do yeah. with sex <laughs> because i feel like she's the kind of person that has lives a lifestyle where you go to Sex Addicts Anonymous. I'm just saying. There was this little blonde woman who was like shuffling. She, she, it's very purposeful. Can we just unpack this for a second? You're yeah. saying that you're saying that a woman mm. who saves a cigarette for later. There was just is something probably very a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> I get. I got a very. Uh, there was an addictive vibe. Addic- forget the section. Just blank anonymous. Whether it's N A yeah. or A A or S A. She but had she, a half smoked cigarette and she set it down on a ledge no, and then she, went into the grocery no, store. No, did she put it in the pipe, the drain? No. Pipe? Did she belong oh. to homeless people anonymous? <laughs> because she sounds like maybe she might have had some issues. My mm. thing is just: Are you really coming maybe. back for that cigarette later? It was gone when we came back. Well, but a while it passed. It was us at the grocery store. That's true. We take maybe a while. Like, it sounds like she has extraordinary restraint. Yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> think maybe she doesn't have much sex at all. Yeah, maybe it's a dead drop for a CIA yeah. operative. I mean, I shouldn't uh, jump to conclusions. I'm just saying. Yeah. Dead drop. <laughs> what's a dead drop? Yeah, what's that mean? I don't know. Jenna, a dead drop. A dead drop is where... I just agreed because I was like, yeah, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> the grid. A dead drop is where you leave something and in a specific place and then the person you're leaving it for comes to that place and picks it up, but there's no actual uh, interface. So you used it perfectly. Yeah. Good job. Good Set job. it and forget it. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a glory hole cigarette. It's like yes. you share it with someone else, but with no actual interaction between you. Yes, it's exactly what it is, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody else imagining um, Daniel and Allison pull it up to like hot dog on a stick and he pulls her aside and he's like, the dead cat woman is over there. What are you going to say to each other? Is anyone else imagining that at the mall? I don't no? think so. All right. uh, okay. No, I suspect not. All right. Anyway, well, what I was saying you guys before... at the mall running into dead animal people. Sorry, Allison. It's okay. What I was saying before is, if you enjoy what you're hearing, please tell a friend because I want to grow this motherfucker. And that's what I was trying to say. And support the advertisers, too. Yeah, well, they know that. Do they? Yeah, the advertisers have been happy oh, with good, me. good. Yes, because we talk about products that we like. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, we have ridiculous photos of us wearing Bomba socks. I love my Bomba socks. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, 
And then people go out and they also like them and then they love them and then advertisers like me and I like that. So thank you guys for supporting me and thank you for supporting the advertisers and thank you for clicking through the Amazon banner if you're going to buy something on Amazon. Click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so, 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 so much for all of that. Okay, I'm trying to figure out where to go from here because oh, we need to catch the people up on the fact that we had our Roseanne meeting. Oh, yeah. We met with Roseanne. Roseanne Barr. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. It was very cool. The most famous of Roseannes. Yeah. That's right. She's super nice. Super nice. She loves Alison Rosen. Yeah. She loves Alison Rosen. Little less enthusiastic on Greg Heller. She doesn't love Greg Heller. I don't think it's that she doesn't that right? love you. Yeah. I think it's this is what she happened. She did not give a fuck about me. <laughs> she literally said, and who's this when she met me? No, I think she said, who the hell are you? Oh, she said, who the hell is she? Who the hell are you? She did not give a shit about me. Like she, when she came in, she looked at me and she there was instant recognition, which is good because when you're eight, so Greg and I have the same agent who set up this meeting. And when your agent sets up a meeting, you never really know what you're walking into and who knows what and why you're there and all those things that you wish you knew. Um, he, I'm sure he doesn't. There's no way he listens. So anyway, <laughs> but, so I didn't know if she's not going to know who I am or, you know, I, we didn't quite know what we were walking into, but she looked over and she did sort of instantly like brighten when she saw me, which made me feel really happy or relieved rather. And then she looked at Greg and she's like, and who the hell are you? <laughs> Oh but in over a me. cute way. Mm. In that Roseanne kind yeah. of way. Yes, yes. Exactly. I either want Roseanne to love me or say that. I mean, right. those are the two reactions right. you want. So. Right. We not, got them both in like two seconds. Yeah. It was not malicious in any way. No. It was just that Roseanne being Roseanne. Oh, no, I think, it, I think it genuinely was maybe she didn't know you were coming. Also a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Great. something to take up with the person who set up the interview right. or the the meeting, I think. But anyway, um, she said she's she'll come on the podcast. Yeah. So that's nice. very exciting. That's huge. Yeah. Not yeah. a Thursday show. Calm down. <laughs> the entire Whoa. meeting hey, was about hey. the entire meeting like was that. about that pitching all Allison. Yeah, the whole meeting was about pitching Allison. But I was the, one of the reasons I was there ostensibly because I had sent her a pitch for a game show. That it turned out she hadn't read, even though I had been told she had read it. Person who represents me, nice. And uh, and she goes, okay, fine, pitch it to me. I literally read one sentence of the pitch document that had in front of me. She goes, I'm already lost, Allison. Nice. And that was that's but the think- entire exchange I had with her. She goes, no, but you- I'm already lost. But you continued pitching the show. It was so shitty. <laughs> and I was looking at you. I was like. That, that's balls right there, because she just told you she's lost. It wasn't balls. Balls is not the right word for what that was. It was dumb. Was it? Yeah, Do you I should have like- stopped talking. I should have said, okay, I'm sorry, Roseanne. You can continue talking to Allison. Yeah, it was stupid. Interesting. Let's talk about this moment for a sec. So, okay. you, cause, so you wish that you had backed up. Stopped. Yeah, stopped. Yeah. I should have just stopped talking. Sometimes you should. I didn't gauge the room right. In case you don't do this for a living, the room I don't. is what we call the room that you sit in when you're pitching. <laughs> but sometimes you'll hear an asshole be like, he's great in the room. Oh, he really shines in the Which fucking room? room. It just means the room that you're sitting in when you talk to the people. I don't know why they say that. But I didn't gauge the, t- the tone of the room right, and I should have registered that that meeting stopped having anything to do with me, and I didn't. And that's what I should have done. Well, I don't even think I realized that, though. Well, then you didn't read the room. But I don't read the room. You think if you were a dog person, you might have realized that. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
interesting going to meetings with Greg. We've now gone to two of them. Two and a half, I'd say. Right. The other one was very informal. Um, because he goes to these meetings all the time. He's quite familiar with the rooms. And I'm very new to them. Right. So that's why. So I just assumed when you forged ahead, even though she was lost, I was like, oh, that's what you do in the room. No, I fucked up. That was a fuck up. Great. Well, now I well, can't talk to you anymore. I'm glad you talked about it. <laughs> no, there's like, you have to know in the room when to just shut up. Like sometimes people will give you signals that like, I don't want to hear this. What is that signal? Saying mm, I'm completely lost right. already. And yeah. away from Moving you. on. They're usually subtle like that. No, you just have to know like if you walk in to pitch a show and they're like, we're not interested in any shows about 40-year-old Jews. You have to be like, okay, well, I have some other ideas. Like you just have to know how to adjust. Are you talking about me? Yeah, I was using you as an example. Like if that happened. Can we come up with a better way to describe me? <laughs> Something more exciting and or, less. Or if they had 40. said, like, we're not. Is that trying- what I am now? You are your 40 yeah. year old Jew. I wish we'd have we a photo of your Jesus. reaction as Greg was saying that. It was like, uh. you, you bit into a lemon at the same time you smelled a fart. Uh. Like, like if they said, for example, like, you know, one of the buckets we're looking to fill buckets, does not involve transitioning podcasters into analog or whatever, then you would have to realize, like, okay, well. We might be in the wrong room, you know, and you have to know when to not pitch necessarily. Can I just not go to these meetings? I was just saying, <laughs> what do you do then? Like, well, goodbye. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so right. awkward. Yeah, that shit is awkward and yeah. really weird. And I've been in tons of those meetings. Like, sometimes you'll be pitching something and someone will go, I have to stop you right there. Those. And that means we have a similar thing in development and I can't hear any more of your pitch. Oh, shoot. Oh, right. Yeah. That, that's actually issues. a fairly common thing. Wow. They'll say, I have to stop you right there. We have another show in development. And it's usually like about a guy standing in front of a green screen. Yeah. Like some bullshit <laughs> oh, generic gosh. thing yeah. that they're claiming proprietary ownership of or whatever. But this Roseanne thing mm. was, we both walked out of it. And I, ha- I don't know about you, but I sort of had that like, whoa. Like she does feel iconic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've certainly met with like a number of fucking famous people. I know tons of them in my phone. There's tons of them. <laughs> um, no, but there's something different about Roseanne. She's like a cultural icon, not like a mm-hmm. not like a celebrity. Right. It's like meeting. I was going to say Gloria Steinem. Is that the right reference? Like, there's sure. you're a woman. Is there, did, there's something like feminist is about her, right? Right. Yeah. Well, it, it was cool to bond with her on that, like women who have a voice level and that that and that she responded to that in me i think that that was really um gratifying to me to have her recognize something in me right for sure as if it entailed me in some way i can imagine that was um (laughs) but it was a good meeting and they followed up and they really do i think want to do something with you yeah so yeah that's so awesome legit I know. I love Roseanne. Straight up. Straight, it is straight up. <laughs> I was up. just going to say that. Um, also, I want to shoehorn something in awkwardly, which is... Please. Actually, I, it, it's only become awkward because I put it that way. It wasn't going to. Um, but just another shout out to the JMO Patrol, which is the fan cast dedicated to this podcast. There's a bunch of super cool people who... Um, get together and talk about their lives and they talk about this show and um, and I love that it exists and if you want a place to go to talk about the show or to listen to people talk about the show I feel like I'm not it's like it's like a discussion group that breaks off after the show but it's not really I don't know yeah I feel like I'm not explaining it very well I'm sorry is it like the stern wrap-up show does anyone listen to Howard Stern here? 
Yes. Um, I don't know that it's 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 in the vein of that. Right. Feels, I would say it feels spinoffish, like. Uh, it's like another Thursday I mean, not show. Re- not really, yeah. yeah, but it's like, uh, like, I don't know. It's like the Frasier to your Cheers. Okay, I will go with that. <laughs> yes, it's the different world to my Cosby show. I would like to find a less rapey reference. Yeah, Frasier to my yeah, Cheers was, was better. Why did I have to go further with that? I don't know. Um, yes, so check that Could out. Could it be said that it's your... It's the facts of life to your different strokes. Nice. Thank you. That's producing. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it's been kind of a self-congratulatory show. I need to cue up something awesome that I did. I feel left oh. out in this. Oh, Do go it. for it. No, I'm, I'm going to need some time to come. Oh. <laughs> all right. Oh well, well, well we got let all us excited. know. I thought you had one chambered. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I had my like, SAT score plugged in the intro. Yeah. So I'm already taken care of. Right. There you go. But so anyway, JMO Patrol, um, I'm be- I'm behind on episodes, so I feel bad. I feel like I need to catch up. But it's really cool. They have the JMO Patrol, and then they have BYOF, which is Bring Your Own Friend, which is like a one-on-one interview with other listeners of the show. And it's awesome, and I love that it exists, and I love all of them. And I listen, and I'm like, I would like to hang out with them. Because it's a crowd that would welcome me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. They're good people. They are good people. Really good. All right. Okay. This is the voice I use when I'm trying to figure out what we should move on to next. Okay. Still talking. <laughs> uh, just I am. one quick thing. Please do. They announced the new host of AFV. They did? And it's not me. Who what? is it? Uh, it's Carlton from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ooh. Alfonso. Alfonso. Ooh. I have to say, well, in all fairness, I do think he's going to do a good job. Yeah. And I actually, I'm not surprised they picked him at all. So I get it. He's super famous. He's kind of corny and like mm-hmm. everybody likes him. I saw him on it Broadway. It makes sense. Yeah. I saw him on, in the Tap Dance Kid when I was 12. Really? Did he seem mm-hmm. like AFV material back I then? I said that guy one day is going to host a clip show. <laughs> he could be the next Bob Saget. Yeah. That kid right there. Yeah. When they, when they were well, doing AFV on Broadway. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to let everyone know that the campaign was amazing and I it, it will not die. Mm-mm. JKJ for AFV is still alive. It'll just get stronger. Exactly. <laughs> just give it another 10 years. Yeah, he's so old. It's it's like you're yeah. like, you're like in this vice presidential position. You know, it's like the first run is just right. getting the name recognition right. out. Right, like I'm in the warm up away place lay the groundwork in like baseball where you warm oh, up on, the, on deck yeah, on deck what is it you're what are, you, are you a pitcher or are you a hitter i don't know yeah yeah well, whatever you'd be on it deck is. circle or the bullpen sure. one of those yeah, yeah. one of those <laughs> so anyway i just wanted to address it. i know it happened i've already tweeted out congratulations but <laughs> you made a, I you am, you made a conciliatory speech you conceded yeah, yeah i did but i i do i think i'm still going to stay in touch with all those people that i met and everything of course. so keep the dream alive it's good, I th- suspect, that they chose someone who's very different than you are. Yes. It made me they, feel way better. Yes. yes. <laughs> because I think when they choose, like, oh, they just got a different version of me and one they liked better, that never feels entirely good. No, I said that. I, and I was like, at least it's not some, like, super hot girl or someone just like me. Otherwise, like, I don't care. <laughs> it does. I am excited for him. I think he will do a good job. When does he start? In the fall. And then I'll be like super prego anyway, so it's not mm-hmm. a great time. You take some time yeah. for you, have a couple kids. Exactly. Yeah. He'll then die it's soon, my turn. Yeah. yeah. Kill him, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it takes. Stick to the top. Yeah. So instead of jokes between the clips, he'll just do a little tap dance and then. Yeah. 
and then jazz hands, and then the next clip. Or his like signature his Carlton, Carlton dance. dance. Carlton oh right, dance. Yeah. yeah, the Carlton dance. That's what nice. Carlton does. Um, something that I also wanted to bring up from last time. So the response to the episode where we talked about racism was overwhelmingly positive. Few. There were like three negative things that people <laughs> said, but it was significantly outnumbered yeah. by all the positive stuff. And a lot of comment, like really nice comments. Um, more than one person wrote in saying that, um, you know, they're black and their fiance is white. Actually, I don't know if more than one Careful. people wrote <laughs> You're joking, right? Yes. Why are you holding your heart though in a weird way? Oh, because yeah. my ribs hurt. Oh. Is that disconcerting? Maybe. It seems natural. Does well, your well, left no, arm feel well, weird? No, I'm fine, honey. Please. Okay. <laughs> Don't palpitate at the table. <laughs> Al, you, you work for Kaiser. Take yeah, a look let, at me, uh, let me take a look here. Uh, have you tried rebooting it? Or, uh, try turning it off and turning it back on? I don't know. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I don't know what else to do. You're in good hands. You're good if I had a, a pacemaker. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, some people wrote in saying they're in, they're in interracial relationships and they have conversations like this at home, but um, you know it's difficult to talk about this with even with their. But friends, they have someone like from a different race to have the conversation <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, it's really it's exactly similar. the same. I'm just saying, a lot of people liked the episode, but a few, a couple people too wrote in to say something that I thought was interesting and educational and noted. Which I should say after I say what they wrote in to say, because now it's just like, what are you talking about? And the fact that I did another lap on it is especially like that. Here we go. Um, we use the word Mexicans, oh. which is not really the correct term if you're describing more than just people who are from Mexico. Right. So, yeah, that's correct. That makes Only sense. Only Mexicans Wait. are from Mexico. Right. But I so. think so. A couple people wrote in, assuming that we're talking about like all, like to, assuming that by Mexicans we are referring to all Latino or all Hispanic. People. I say Mexicans because I grew up thirty minutes from the border or forty-five minutes from the border, and so well, it was, that, always, yes, it was I know. always that was it. Everyone was from Mexico. So I think it's uh, right. That's actually so I what right. I, I know. Mean. So then, so then I thought about it. And I'm like, no, I think that we actually were. Talk, we we when we were saying Mexican, we actually were referring to people from Mexico. Because I was thinking about it when I lived in New York, where the Hispanic people in New York are not from Mexico. For Isn't the most there a thing though, like yeah. like then you would say Hispanic, so, like but, Hispanic. I get confused with that because like some, like if you're from some countries, they don't like to be referred to as Hispanic or Latino. Like I don't know how that works. Maybe someone can tell me. I think they I don't, don't know. Like to be referred to as Mexican if they're not from Mexico. Well, yeah, but I mean, with the I Hispanic learned that Latino. in the movie Clueless, there's a line <laughs> <laughs> about that. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. Both people who wrote in, and it was, and I, I should have had the email to read here, but it was like very gently worded because it was coming from both. Pe- both people were like, "I know that you don't intend to sound this way or anything, blah blah blah," but I just, you know, wanted to say that this sounds comes off this way. But neither of them said, "Here is the term that we prefer," mm-hmm. um, but they both. Emails contain sentences like, um, you know, use the word Mexican that, you know, doesn't, like, not all Hispanic people. I can see their point, So I'm assuming Hispanic or Latino is the more correct term. So anyway, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up since we talked about being... Fair enough. Yeah, we talked about wanting to know, well, what term is is what you prefer. And what were we saying? Like, something like, I hate Mexicans or something? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I won't say that anymore. I remember one time when I was... 
um, like four years ago or whatever. <laughs> I remember one time my, I was asking my mom where my little sister was, and she said, "Your little sister uh, is away for the weekend with two of the Spanish girls from her school." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Spanish girls." How many Spanish girls are there in Laguna where my sister goes to elementary school? And mom was like, you're not supposed to say Mexican. <laughs> and I was like, you're not supposed to call people from Mexico Spanish. Mexican is where they're from. And she was like, you're not supposed to say that. Yeah. I will say I've like, I don't know what the, uh, you know, if there's sensitivity or whatever. But I like, I do feel a, like uh, a lack of confidence in uh Speaking about race, because I do too. No, no, just uh, <laughs> like referring to uh, I don't the south of the border group. However, however, they're supposed Los to be Taco Bell. Yeah, col- collectively called uh, like because Hispanic. I do. I feel like there was a moment in the ultra PC times when it was like Hispanic means like of Spanish heritage, and so you're excluding like people of Indian heritage or mulatto, mm-hmm. and so that's I think you know, insensitive. And then, but and I thought Latino was better, but I don't know if Latino means like you're excluding people from Spain or you're right. excluding like Islanders because you're only I don't know it just like too many fucking people man. I, I don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> Seriously, I don't, you know what's how how can I what is the term is the how question. can I overgeneralize these people I just like why don't they make <laughs> yeah. it more convenient for me that's yeah. what I'm saying the more people you can could, lump could into someone, one term someone just write in yeah <laughs> and if you could include other people <laughs> <laughs> right exactly yeah okay so a call for a, an easier to use, more general term for a bunch of different people would be wonderful. Thank you. It would be so much easier. It would help us white people. Um, yeah. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? I'd like to point out that Greg just offered his shoe to Wendy because she likes to lick it. Did she look lonely? She's been licking my shoe for literally an hour and a half. <laughs> and I'm like terrified that there's something awful on the but she has been licking the same place on that shoe and everything that was there is gone. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. It's not gone. It's in her right. now. Yeah, it's in, it's in we'll, Wendy now. We'll probably be seeing it later. I know, but I like that you just gave her your shoe. I mean, she's into it. <laughs> if I was a dog and there was something on a shoe, I'd be like, give me the shoe. Whoa, 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 whoa. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> All right. Before we do just smear everyone, though, I just want to talk for a moment about Blue Apron. <laughs> Sorry, last sorry. thing you it's okay the last thing anyone wants to do after work is wait in line at the grocery store schlep home and cook a complicated meal it's expensive and an expensive unhealthy takeout is hardly better and that's where blue apron comes in um i think you have talked about blue apron before they send you a box of everything you need to make a delicious meal all the ingredients are perfectly proportioned so you won't end up with a bunch of leftovers and daniel and i recently got bit by the non-blue apron bug we were in the palm desert we went shopping. We spent way too much to buy food. Mm-hmm. And then I was so stressed because we had so much left over. And I, you know, I was like trying to figure out, is there some way that I can cook all these ingredients down so that we can take it back with us? Because there's, And I was thinking it'd be so much easier to just walk away and let it all go. So instead I made something disgusting and uh, then threw it out. That would not have happened if we had had Blue Apron. That's right. Because we would have had exactly what we need to make something good instead of way too much of stuff that we don't need that doesn't go well in a recipe. That we got awful. burned. It was, it was so pretty bad. bad. Ugh. It was all right. 
I'm talking about what I made. Oh yeah, I didn't awful. have a yeah. I didn't have I didn't have my Blue Apron stuff with me. All I had was a bunch of stuff I had bought at the grocery store, and I did not have a recipe. And I decided I would wing it. And it anyway, Blue Apron is less than ten dollars a meal. We and we spent so much more doing our own ridiculous thing. I don't know what we were doing. Um, and they send you ingredients, etc. And they the recipe cards. You will want to save them. Um, they break it down. There's pictures. It's super simple. Each balanced meal is 500 to 700 calories per serving, but it's so tasty. You'd never know. Cooking takes about half an hour. Shipping is flexible and free. And the menus are always new. They won't send you the same meal twice. They work around your schedule and dietary preferences and blue aprons experts source only the best seasonal ingredients for incredible meals like flank steak with ramps, potatoes, raw shaved asparagus, salad, and dill rice flake crusted hockey, or no, hake. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it hake? Definitely hake. For sure. Well. Crusty hockey? <laughs> crusted hake with sautéed daikon and yuchoi and white soy yuzu sauce. Thank you for that assist, Greg. <laughs> Maybe the listeners would have thought they were going to be receiving something called hockey and they would have been super excited about it. You have got some hockey in the mail. <laughs> Anyway, check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. That's right, blueapron.com slash Allison. My treat, the first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash Allison. Okay, so just me or everyone. This one is from JMO. When I see a bad driver, I stereotype them by their car and what they did. Then I pull up next to them to see if I'm right. No, I don't do that, but I do want to see like, well, who is that bad driver? I do that. How dare this person? Didn't we just establish how not racist we are? I know. Uh, I th- I do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Without shame. Without shame. Yeah. I do a move where, depending on how they're driving, I go, man, if you're not old, fuck you. <laughs> That's a good point. And I then I pull up the next to them, and if they're old, I go like, all right, it's okay. Right. If yeah. they're not old, yep. I'm like, man, you rather. Yep, yep, yep. For sure. <laughs> Anthony... Campadonico says, as you get older, it feels impossible to make new friends. Yes. It, well, or rather, as, it get, as I get older, I realize how easy it was when I was younger, when, when you were thrust into situations like school where it was just easier, except for a long time, it wasn't that easy in school. You don't have the time to invest in a, in a new friendship as much. But also, I actually do. I like, I, like you met my friend Yami. Yeah. Jenna. Um, and... Some listeners might know her. I used to play in the band with her. I've been friends with her forever. She was on the. Sh- she's been on the show, um, or she was on the show a long time ago. She is like effortlessly social. What is going on? Something. Wendy got some paperwork of Jeff's paper, and she's. <laughs> and Jeff's. So this is soon. like a French farce. <laughs> Jeff is caught in the wires. Now he's going to get Wendy. Anyway, she's effortlessly social, and if she meets someone she likes, I think she'll just be like, "We should get lunch," and then she'll be friends with them. It's nothing is ever that easy and fluid with me. Yeah, I'm not that way. That's hard for me. Really hard. I am not. I think as I've gotten older, I think I've lost a lot of the desire <laughs> to go out and like actively look for new friends. Right. Too. Like it's like, oh, OK. Well, you don't need it as much when you're married. It's, no, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's always nice to have a new friend. I mean, it's great. Friends are great. And then you realize when you do hang out with your friends, you're like, that was so much fun. Yes. Why don't we hang out with our friends right. more? Why do we yeah. only do this once a year? Yeah. Well, there's there's also the weird thing where if you're 
if you're single, it starts to get weird. Like you can't hang out with new couples. You can hang out with people that their coupledom, that your friendship with one of the people predated. Right. Right. You're their coupledom. But if you meet someone in their couple, like they can't, it's, there's something weird about being a single person there. And this is a thing, not that I know from my experience, but a friend of mine was saying that now that he's married and has kids, the only way that he can meet people is the parents of his kids' friends. So he's all uptight when his kids make friends at school because then they think, well, what if their parents are assholes? Now I have to hang out with them. Yeah, that that seems like hell to me that it's like all the people you're meeting are are a function of who your kids are friends with and that... It just it can't work yeah. out that often that, that you're also going to like their I've never even friends. thought of this before. It's <laughs> oh, it like a whole deep. new fright, well, frightful think, experience. I think you're way friendlier than I am. I think it's going to be less of an issue. But I, well, the, mm. this friend I, of mine, I rue the day that, yeah. This friend of mine, he he told me a story about there was a a kid that his friend was that his son was friends with. And he said, ah, you know, I don't like him. He's kind of mean. I don't want to hang out with him anymore. But he really liked the kid's parents. So he was like, no, you should still hang out with him. He's okay. You know, because he wouldn't get to hang out with him otherwise. Right. Yeah. See, my adult life has been pretty not that. Well, in my 20s, I was pretty social. College was really the heyday of my socialness. Like my dorm room was where we all met before we would go out. Um, so I had a good solid few years of that, but I'd say it's been somewhat on the decline ever since. Although when I lived in my apartment in Costa Mesa, my roommates were very social. So a lot of people would come over there often. So there were a lot of parties there, but I'd say other than that, it's pretty much when I record something and a lot of people come over. Other than that, it's fairly barren, but I have this notion in my head that someday I will be the social kind of person you see on sitcoms with people coming over in the morning and chatting like (laughs) friends, perhaps. Um, In fact, when I had my column, I wrote about it. It was called my imaginary Cape friends. And it was about like the fantastic life that I imagined myself leading versus the actual not exciting one. But I still hold out hope that one day my life will be super social and it really does revolve around or rather I just expect it's got to happen when we have kids, if we have kids. Well, I don't if I could if I could offer another scenario uh, from observing uh, my parents um, and, you know, I guess other people of their age that I know, uh, but mainly them. As like in retirement, it opens up this whole new uh, mm-hmm. like social openness, like or you know like socially open phase in your life. You well, know, that's when it'll happen for us, Daniel. Yeah, because it's wait. like you're you're probably like <laughs> you know you're often moving somewhere else, uh, right. you know, or or just or you think you did, or just to a different neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, meet or, the same dude like nine times, right? Or or everyone that you know is is moving somewhere else or whatever. And basically, and dead, it's just yeah. like things start to get unsettled, which is when you're often making friends in the first place. Is like that's when I met Daniel. My mm-hmm. life was very unsettled. It is mm-hmm. weird that that's when you meet people the most. When I guess it's because you're out of your regular routine and you're open you're more open when you're in a time of transition i think i didn't think i was i was homeless when i met jenna is that true <laughs> true you story didn't have an apartment yeah i was homeless for about nine months what did Ho- what home, were you doing home, just real homeless. I, yeah well I, I didn't have an apartment not like cigarette on no, the I dash wasn't like, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah i wasn't lead. sleeping on oh, you were like couch street. couch surfing yeah i would because i traveled, traveled full time yeah it was actually more expensive i'd see my apartment only like three four days a month and I had like a, an apartment downtown Chicago. And so I was like, I could stay in hotels wherever I want for cheaper. And so 
uh, I just would couch surf. And so someone would be like, hey, I'm in California, Disneyland next weekend. I'd be like, I'll fly there. And so I would just fly and hang out. And and I had so many hotel points, I would just uh, have free hotels. Did yeah. you have your stuff in storage? Yeah. Yeah, I had like a storage locker. So when I met Jenna, I was like, well, I'm from Chicago, but I don't have an apartment. So I'll fly you there and get you a hotel. And we will stay in the same hotel. <laughs> and I was like, and I can take you to my storage locker if you don't believe me. I have couches and a TV. That's amazing that that yeah. worked. Yeah. Did that strike you? How did you feel about that? I didn't care. Yeah. I was yeah. I was pretty desperate at that point. <laughs> <laughs> she was in a transition. So, yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't well, even think met, it Well, when we met, I flew me. in from like Minneapolis. And when I left that weekend, I flew to Arizona. Yeah, it was how, like... How tired were your arms? Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Al. I'm sorry. Hashtag Al, go ahead. So anyway. Apologize to more than just Al for that. <laughs> he just did, he did so much I'm flying. I, someone yeah. has to say it. I'm sorry. Al, you were saying? No, that's anyway. it. Yeah, right. We were just in transition. And then it was like, well, I guess, you know, we, we could do this. Yeah, All right. it was great. And, yeah. Jenna, you didn't run into a second family at the Cinnabon or anything? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, we can't go there. No, we can't go there. <laughs> Trust me, I looked into it. Yeah. Anthony Campadonico also says, the ending of a job feels like the end of a relationship. You know, you know when it's coming or you're completely surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, well... <laughs> <laughs> I can only speak for myself <laughs> and say I've only been uh, shit canned from one job and it did catch me by surprise. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms of relationships, I was the actual relationships I was in, I was the one to end them. But the things that I wanted to be relationships but weren't, I was not the one to end them. But they usually didn't end suddenly it was just like i was like we're doing this right and the other person was not <laughs> and it just took me a while to figure that out and it was always so painful when i did mm-hmm. figure it out yeah i get that i don't that think is I've something that can happen to, in relationships yeah. but not jobs like that's that's the fade the, away that's, yeah exactly that's that's the like office space situation <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah but it doesn't really work you just haven't shown up for a couple weeks well, it's. I mean, you could maybe try and do that with a job, just like fade out, and eventually <laughs> they discover. But an employer can't really. Do, it's like I think like, I did that at like, timeout. We're, we're gonna like move our headquarters <laughs> and just like not tell three people, and, yeah, and then just like hope that they never contact us. Right. It'd be amazing if a company tried to fire people that way, like the most passive aggressive company ever. <laughs> I want to I want to start a company just to do that. Like I'm going to hire 10 people and 3 of them are going to suck and I'm just going to move it somewhere else one day. <laughs> Send them an email. Okay. So <laughs> Oh. Was that a That was a bark. She approves. Jeremy Vu says Cringe when people add an L to the words drawing and saw. Example, I saw her today. I like drawing pictures. When I was a kid, I thought that the woman's undergarment was a brawl. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. So draw. I don't hear people do that a lot though. I think I would think it's cute. What was the other word besides draw? Saw. Like I saw. I saw. I saw. I saw. Oh. Saw. Where do people talk like that? Is that an accent from somewhere? I don't Maybe that is a is... Sar. There was a lot of sar in the northeast. Not an not an sar, L but an R, yeah. My family has some extra R in it a little like Warsh. Yeah, Warsh. I enjoy that. Bra. Um just you. Oh, right. Yeah, just you. I forgot yeah. you like us just to weigh in. <laughs> Daniel Castaneda says, just me or everyone, would eat a DiGiorno frozen pizza before ever considering anything from Little Caesars. I don't have real strong feelings about this one. 
I would say, I mean, just to weigh in. I mean, whatever. I don't care. But I would almost, I think I'd agree with that. This feels like yeah. s- like something that the DiGiorno's like, social media manager like managed <laughs> to sneak into your JMOs and you were like caught unawares. I would my, know, yeah. My, working in branded entertainment as I do, my spidey sense is really tingling on this one. All right. Well, Snapchat. Nice. Daniel Castaneda, a.k.a. at Mouse Train. <laughs> Are you real? real <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm into it. I like mm-hmm. the tweet. It's not just you. All right. Yeah. Oh, JMO also said, who picked these, Allison? Also says, feel a bit bummed and unwanted when no emails are coming in. Super annoyed when I have to deal with new emails. Yeah, I, I, I go through that yep. as well. Or I'm always like, what? Is our internet down? <laughs> Which actually, back in the desperate days of dating which was when I was dating, um, <laughs> I would oftentimes <clears throat> send myself a text because I just was to like, see. just to like loosen up the phone if there was like a long, <laughs> a long jam of text backing up. I just wanted to make sure that things were sliding just right along. Just to get that clog out. Would you, rep- would you reply? <laughs> no, but I'd get excited for a second when I saw it coming through and then I'm like, oh, it's just me. Oh, yeah. brutal. You were not sad at all. Snaking the text toilet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Barbara Perez says, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I worry I won't be able to fall back asleep. I think that's everyone. Definitely. Uh, mm. I do not. No, yeah. Which really? which part uh-uh. of this don't you do? I fall right back asleep. Al falls yeah. asleep in about two seconds. Is I can he, fall asleep in yeah. conversation. It's yep. crazy. Yeah. That is, in know. my, <clears throat> you know how there's some people who do normal things that mystify you? Like the, that? The ability the to fall asleep is the most mystifying power that anybody has to me. Like, you could literally say, Greg, I can, like, diarrhea out of one of my fingers. And I would be like, I don't know, whatever. But the, the fact that you're like, I can lay down and close my eyes and go to bed is mystifying to me. Wow. It's, I've, See, I've there must be some sort of, like, life. central, uh, you know, concept or something because you're the same way. I can't fall asleep like that. And yeah. it kills me. Some nights, I'm not, I will be talking to him and he will fall asleep at night. Oh. Or or I'll say goodnight and he will turn around and I know when he's asleep because his, his breathing's deeper, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like two seconds oh, later. So, yeah, he's I'm going to go to sleep right now. Yeah. All right. Good night. It and is, then I just roll over. Sometimes wow. it's yeah. annoying. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I truly, I truly envy that. I cannot tell you uh, a measurable percentage of my life has been compromised or ruined for not being able to go is, to bed. Is it anxiety? Are you thinking too much? Like when you're It's not necessarily... It's occasionally anxiety for me, but f- for me more, it's that I cherish the productivity of my brain when I'm alone laying down. And mm. rather than let that go, mm-hmm. I'll keep myself awake. Mm. Uh, I just flat. Wow, you just said gone. it so much. B- I've never been able to articulate the feeling I have at night, and that is exactly what it is. <laughs> right. Well, thank, That's, thank you. No, it, like, Wow. Yes. Yeah, you don't want I relate to that on so many levels. You don't yes. want to cancel that show. You want to yeah. keep it going. Keep it alive. Yeah. And and then there is some attendant anxiety that surrounds that because I, I should turn the show off. Yeah. But right. I won't. Right. So when I wake up at three in the morning, if I have a good idea, I'm awake till five. Yeah. Or an that. idea. Wow. Do you write them down? Yeah, usually. So you'll get up and jot stuff down. Often, yeah. Huh. I that's what my notes are for in yeah, my mine phone. Too. Yeah. <laughs> a lot I'll write down all my dreams. I do. I'm a lucid dreamer. 
Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's so cool. So I like get up in the morning and I write down all my dreams. Wait, you're lucid dreaming like you are awake in your dreams? Yeah, and I can control, control my them? dreams. Yeah. Oh, Did you have so to teach cool. yourself how to do that? No, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I was doing it. Until a couple of years ago, when I did traditional Jungian therapy, mm-hmm. I did a full year of Jungian therapy, and like after, Daniel has a boner. After, no, after a couple of months, shit. she was like, "Yo, you're a lucid dreamer," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, everyone does that, don't they?" Mm-mm. And she was like, "No." Um, so a lot of times I'll get down and I can write. I'll wake up and I can write down a whole dream, like an hour's worth of dream. And I, but ra- I should go back to fucking bed mm-hmm. is what I should be doing, but I won't. So is every dream a lucid dream? No, but if I wake up in the morning at like four and I go back to bed, everything that happens after that is a lucid dream. Wow. Do you do fun stuff? Yeah, I do some cool stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of stuff you'd imagine a guy would do in his dream. Race cars, <laughs> boxing. Watch TV. Uh, uh, entourage stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Dreaming. <you know. laughs> Stuff that the landlord of the house would tell you, you you're free to do in right, the house. Right, right, Yeah. Interesting. I've only lucid dreamed like twice for a few seconds and then I wake up. I'm, and by that, I just mean in the dream, I'm aware yeah. I'm in a dream and then I try I, to do something and then I wake up. That's how I was. I remember the feeling of, oh, I'm dreaming and I was walking through some sort of a warehouse where there were all these rooms and I, and I remember thinking, I'm dreaming, I'm creating this and yet I don't know what's through that door and then opening the door and being like, wow, I didn't know it was here and yet I'm creating this. And that was a weird feeling. So Yeah, but it's cool. It's cool. I think cool I've feeling. done, I'm trying to think, I think I've done that. I just didn't know that that was what lucid dreaming was. Yeah, Pete Holmes and Duncan Trussell talk about it a lot, don't they? Or they did a while ago. I haven't heard Duncan. Yeah, I guess so. Pete talks about being able to do it. Can Duncan do it? I don't know if he can. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, there are things you can read that I try to look teach up. you how I gotta to do look, it. look into this. Yes. Um, Jennifer Fox says, when a cashier asks if I want a bag and my item is already in a bag, I want to slam her face in dog poo. <laughs> Whoa. A little harsh. Uh, <laughs> oh, she went that there. Is straight up uh, harsh. I know. Okay. There's a lot of poop. How often does it happen that they ask if you want a bag when your item is already in a bag? And how did your item get in like the bag? Like an apple in a bag? Like if you pick some produce and put it in a bag? Is that what oh, she means? I hadn't even thought Wait, about that. I bet she means if you are carrying your own bags. Yes. That's what I'm assuming. That's what she means. Oh. All right. Well. I don't know. It's pretty obscure that one. I definitely don't want to put someone's. Yeah, I don't, mean, like, I don't think it rage. Don't fills me with rage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know those times when you're at the market and they say paper or plastic and you just want to fucking stab their parents? Does <laughs> <laughs> that ever happen to you guys? Yes. You know sometimes at the market when you take some like an extra second to scan some of your produce and you just want to fucking <laughs> shoot their dad? <laughs> just me or everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Verdict an extra accusatory just you. I know. Well, maybe she could write in and let us know. You know when the cashier tells you to swipe your car but the thing's not ready? Don't you wish he got cancer? <laughs> yes, actually. No. And finally, Johnny Primo says, I don't come across enough people in life that listen to podcasts, just me or everyone. Just you. No. Come on. Come on. I would like everyone that I come across in life to listen to my podcast. Then but that's a very just me. Yeah, I don't know. No, I feel like there's a lot of times when 
particularly like because we have a lot of socializing that happens at church you know mm-hmm. and so if they'll be like so what are you guys doing and we're like oh we've got this podcast a lot of people sometimes will be like oh how I do figure i out how to get that to work how do i yeah. do that <laughs> i know and you're like, yeah. then you don't deserve to yeah <laughs> so. So sometimes i'm frustrated by that because i go like come on get with it do you want to slam their heads in dog poop <laughs> yes <laughs> like you wouldn't straight up yes <laughs> Daniel, were you about to say something? Oh, I was just going to say. Usually, uh, in those situations, I'll just not even try. Like it's someone hard. asked me, yeah. Yeah. someone yeah, asked absolutely. me yesterday, uh, "Oh, what does your wife do?" And I was just like, "Oh, radio." Like, <laughs> you know, what? You I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. Love you, honey. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to try to explain what podcasts are, and you know, the whole, that's how I feel when someone says, "What do you do?" Right. And mm. that's why I just often just say I'm a writer. Yeah. Mm. It's just easier. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to grow this motherfucker, to? you got to... <laughs> well, you gotta all of our your big boy pants friends. and start explaining <laughs> podcasting to the people who aren't we listening to podcasts. We should just print podcasts. out like a one-sheet like brochure or something like that. how-to, yeah. Hey, what is a podcast? And then it's like... Are you guys you know. spending a lot of time on Tierra Del Fuego? <laughs> Every person I know has three podcasts. <laughs> And I'm not saying the, they're as good or as populous when I'm just saying, like, most people have a podcast. I, I run into a surprising number of people who don't really... Or they might have a vague idea, like, oh, isn't that... Serious? How do I get those? Is that something yeah. that's, like... It's really? shocking to me how yeah. many people don't. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. What well, depends what circle... I mean, there are certain circles where everyone has four oh podcasts. God, right, exactly. I, and the comedians, yes. Yeah. I just hang out at pet loss support groups, so... <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't really have time for podcasts. Have right. you guys heard the Dead Bird Weekly? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good last week. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I need to talk to you guys about Blinds.com. You've heard me talk about them before because they know everything about window coverings and they want to talk to you about window coverings and they want to help you and they want to make your life easier. There's a friendly and helpful team of US-based decorating experts here to make your life easier. Um, And I told you guys that I want to get new window treatments for our bedroom and for our kitchen and I talked to Blinds.com about it and I told the guy what I was looking for and I sent him some photos and while i was on the phone with him he sent me back ideas and all of them looked so good and i've never had that kind of experience where someone has been able to help me like that fast and just cued into what i would like and they sent samples and they arrived and now i'm choosing and you know how i am with choosing i'm not good but um there's so many great options is the thing memorial day is a great time to get a great look at an affordable price at blinds.com from how-to videos to helpful experts on the phone waiting to chat blinds.com is with you every step of the way get a fresh new look just in time for summer backyard fun you'll love the options prices and friendly help from the experts at blinds.com so you guys listen up now through wednesday when you buy three blinds you'll get the fourth one free any style any quantity but only through wednesday the 27th so go to blinds.com slash memorial again that is blinds.com slash memorial to start shopping and saving as always get free color samples free shipping free expert decorator advice and prices that crush prices you'll find in stores blinds.com takes care of its customers in so many ways like their sure fit guarantee if you mismeasure your window your mistake blinds.com will re- make your product for free so there's no risk to you because blinds.com really cares okay you guys thank you so much for being on the show there's even still stuff on my list that we did not get to which just means next week there's even more stuff to get to i'll just give you a little tease daniel and i had some miscommunication over what the word romantic means and also (laughs) i had i subjected myself to a mani pedi 
which is something from our list from a long time ago. Yeah. I was noticing your nails. They look good. They're, thank you. They're yeah. chipped right now. But uh, I'll tell you guys about that experience. And I'll just, in one word, let me just say, gotcha. painful. Hmm. A pedicure? I had to yell really? that. Yeah. Maybe I'll just tell you guys right now. Yeah. So anyway, I've had manicures and pedicures before in my life, but like I'm not the kind of girl who goes every week or every other week because I just generally don't enjoy the experience. Uh, but we were going to be going to Palm Desert and I thought, you know, what the hell I'll do this. I think because I just had Greg Fitzsimmons on the show and he's just all about feet. He's like, I've never seen your feet. He also offered to show me his wang. I did not take him up on it. At the time, I thought that that was a good decision, but later when I was listening to the show, I was like, we should have done it. One of us, but you can't do it. You're a married lady and I don't want to do it because I don't want to see a cock. Daniel, I wasn't there. It's funny, you know, at the time, I also thought, is this the wrong instinct? I mean, from a human instinct, I think it's the right one. But from a podcast instinct, maybe it was the wrong one. Maybe the whole audience was like, you should have seen it. You should have seen it. I don't think he was offering to... Sh- do, you, do you even know this happened, Daniel? I have no time for podcasts. <laughs> right. He doesn't, he doesn't How do you know download these damn things is. where a guy shows you his cock? My <laughs> memory is that he was only offering to show it to me. I think he said well, he'd be uncomfortable showing it to you. Oh, that's right. He said, uh, yeah, I forget why, but which was good because I didn't want to see it. Yeah. This was on the heels of him explaining how gigantic it is. I love Greg Fitzsimmons. I have yeah. to say that. I love that. And it's a really good episode and everyone likes it. And even though he really is one of the perviest guys around, I don't get a creeped out feeling from him. I don't know how he manages to be both pervy and yet safe. Right. Because most pervy guys is like they're wearing it on their sleeve. It's like they can't control it. Yes. He's just one yeah. of those acceptable, do you want to see my dick guys. Yeah. 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 So I've you always know been envious kind. of those guys. Right. I have a hard time saying it and not sounding creepy, obviously. Right. Wait, how, do we, how, do we get, how do we get talking about Greg Fitzsimmons? Well, he was also <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I've dicks never... Dicks are always going to trump Manny Petty's. Right. You, know, <laughs> you know, I've never topics. seen your feet. Because right. he's just all about feet and right. it's all about the manicures and stuff. But so anyway, I did it. I went to a place. I got a manicure and a pedicure. They happened at the same time. And um, she she nicked my finger with the cuticle clippers, Ugh. which they sterilized them ahead of time. But still, it kind of hurt. It hurts. Yes. Yeah. So I went, ah, like that. And then I felt like everyone in the place was looking. Everyone else there seemed so relaxed with their feet out and their hands out. And they're having a final time. And then I'm just sitting there like wincing, (laughs) scrunching up my eyes, going, ah, and pulling my hand away suddenly. And then they did this like cuticle remover thing on your feet where they take this like thing. They buff your feet. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know if I needed it or not, but I was you're nodding, Dustin. Have you had this experience? <laughs> I yeah, I had a pedicure once because people tell you it's like oh, you like guys can have like you know right. pedicures fine, you know, and it's like it's relaxing, it's like a foot massage, it's and then not. they just do other stuff. Yeah, and the that the cuticle thing the in particular, yeah. uh, it I didn't find it pleasant. Well, so ever since so from the moment after she nicked my finger to the rest of the time, I felt like I had to really watch what was going on because I was afraid they were going to cut more of my flesh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, then during the like cuticle buffing thing, that was just like taking a rough thing and rubbing it. Like I was just going like, oh, 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 oh. this is the sound I was making while I'm like trying to make sure they're not, you know, <laughs> drawing more blood. Like, oh, oh, oh. but <laughs> and then they were looking at me kind of disapprovingly. Oh, whatever. <laughs> because I was I was acting like they were torturing me, which they were. But the thing <laughs> is, and so then when I I 
I felt like I was supposed to take the fact that they cut me in stride more than I did. Because I was like, it'll be okay, right? She's like, yeah. And then she like dropped this blue stuff on it. And I'm like, oh, what is that? And it's antiseptic. I think it was like Windex or something, which I, <laughs> I think works well, probably. I'm just saying. Is it the stuff And then put she also puts it in the Yeah, in the bathroom. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> it might have been Barbasol. Is that yeah. what that is? What noise did you make when you were trying to not... When you're trying to hold back after they cut you, what does the sound like? Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> the sound you were making, what was it? Did I make? That's not me, is that? But Anyway, I think it looked really good. So I like the results, but the actual experience, I still did not. I found it was the opposite of relaxing. You know, I don't find them to be terribly relaxing in general. I actually feel like this is going to sound so snobby, but it's a bit of a chore to to get your ma- your mani pedis done because you got to like go there and sit there. But people think it's relaxing. I don't. I feel like it's like this thing I have to do and then I can't touch anything right. and then it's awkward and then you have to wear sandals out of the store, which I hate doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like a whole thing. It is so, a whole thing. Yeah. For me, it's not like... Oh, I can't wait to go. I used to go a lot, especially in New York because it was cheap. And now we know why because they did like this. All those. Did you hear about all the news stories on it? How it's like no. the most slave labor. Right. It's very It's really bad. Yeah. But I would go with friends because that was what they wanted to do on Saturdays or whatever. And I always felt like, oh, okay, I got to grab the shoes and I got to do the whole thing. And I always found it to be a little bit like a, of a chore. Yes. Yeah. And then they just get ruined. And then it's like, okay. Well, I spent all that money and now two weeks later, it looks terrible. You know what I felt like? I felt like that super unstylish librarian in a movie <laughs> who they're trying to like turn into a lady. That was your montage? Like, yes, your- exactly. <laughs> like I'm surprised they weren't waxing Transformation, me. yeah. <laughs> At the same time. Anyway, that was that story. But the other stuff we'll tell next time. So thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for being on the show. And as I said before, but I'll say it again. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps out the show. And I thank you all for all of your Amazon support. Keep clicking through. It makes a difference. Also, thank you for your PayPal support. PayPal link's on the right side of my website, uh, alisonrosen.com. Thank you for that. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. Two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, Matt Costa, and the former Thursday gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F-Show at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I am everywhere. Jeff, where should we go to find you? There's actually a brand new episode of my podcast out, Barracuda Radio, and it's an interview with Chris Manley, who is the director of photography for Mad Men for every Ooh. season except for the Ooh. first one. That is super awesome. So tune cool. in to that, to the Allison Rosen approved Barracuda Radio, because you listen to it, right? <laughs> That's right. And I, are you about to play something? I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it, no, I did though. I love it. I love it. It's I love so it. good. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Enough. Okay. I get it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. It's getting embarrassing thank now. You. I, I can't. I'm effusive. Barracudaradio.com and wherever finer podcasts are found. Excellent. Daniel? At Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. 
Great. <laughs> well, Boom. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Alan? Uh, at Alan Moss, A-L-L-A-N-M-O-S-S on Twitter and Instagram. I broke a thousand Twitter followers, so I feel pretty big about that. Congratulations. almost to a thousand Instagram followers. Nice. Finally, you guys got around to the big announcement. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, joined the club, join the club. Nice. Jenna? Yes. Uh, check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. Um, the easiest way is either on my website, jennakimjones.com slash podcast, or iTunes, search Jenna Kim Jones. And if you want to hear more about like baby stuff, uh, last week's episode will have more of the details of our pregnancy and whatever. So check it awesome. out. Dustin? Nowhere. No. And Greg? Uh, I'm going to plug something. Uh, the I do a, I used to do a weekly comedy sketch thing online with a very funny comedy writer, Mike Henry, who you know, at, at Hey Mike yeah. Henry. They're all available uh, on Stitcher. They're called The Songs We Sing. They're 10-minute music parody bits, and we're going to start producing them again this week, actually. So if you want to hear the old ones, you can find them there. That's it. Whoa, 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 and it's like, wah, 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 wah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 and it's like, wah, 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 wah. (laughs) Whoa, 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 and it's like, wah, 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 wah. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? time.